You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. Trees, mountains, a curious kiddo. It's time for the Green Desk on 95BFM. Me got some good karma. It's good marijuana. Come share with me. Welcome to The Green Desk, your go-to show for everything environmental and sustainable. But this week we're going a little bit more green, we're actually talking about marijuana. But not for the reasons you think. There have been two new reviews into the emissions trading scheme and forestry in New Zealand, and this could have big changes for the East Coast, particularly around Ruatoria, Gisborne and Tolaga Bay, where forestry dominates the economy. I wanted to speak to a company doing something different on the East Coast and bringing jobs to the region that don't revolve around cutting down trees. This week on The Green Desk, I speak with Paul Narski. He is the CEO of Rua Bioscience, and they've just announced revenue coming in from their sales in Germany. I wanted to hear how a young startup company is bringing jobs to the East Coast and what's happening in the world of medical marijuana. Here's Nask on a little bit about rural bioscience. Yeah, well, rural bioscience was started in about 2018 out of a crowdfunded crowdfunding campaign started by Manukati and, and Panapa Eho out of Hikarangi Enterprises, which was essentially a uh, an outfit trying to find new economic opportunities for the East Coast, um, very much driven by a co-papa of improving the lives, well-being of people on the coast, jobs and employment uh, and that sort of thing. And that sort of dovetailed around about the time that medicinal cannabis was coming into the legal framework and the regulations were changing. So Manu and Panapa raised $2 million from people of the coast and used that money to leverage into other investors and to start the company that ultimately changed its name to Rural Bioscience. So the genesis of our company and the purpose of our company is is to improve the lives and well-being of the people of the East Coast, specifically Ruatoria and that region. And uh, with the medicinal cannabis you know, uh, medicinal cannabis being the primary products and services that we sort of provide. So the East Coast has got a bit of a reputation for growing good cannabis and so we sort of tapped into a little bit of the expertise and knowledge there to sort of begin to grow some strains and varieties at our facility up in Rotoria. Um, yeah, I like that, uh, tapping into the, you know, expertise there because if you're going to do it anywhere, you may as well do it where um, people have a bit of background knowledge in it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so... Yeah. Um, you guys have just announced you've started getting revenue from sales in Germany. Could you talk me through a bit of that and how how you you know you got into business with Germany? Well, I suppose once the money was raised and the regulation started to crystallise in New Zealand, obviously you know Manu and Panapa bought a team together, and we had to look at you know where where is this company going to sell its products, and we did a bit of a scan around the world about the markets that we were able to sell in, including New Zealand, uh, New Zealand, Australia, Germany, all around the world. And it sort of became apparent that to fund a company of this size, we needed to look beyond the New Zealand market. So from early, early on in the company, we've been looking at export markets. Export's been a major focus because of just the size of the market. 
and the amount of uh, revenue that we can generate offshore is just you know far and away much bigger than the New Zealand market. So from the early days, we've been looking at Germany as a major target, and you know since about 2020, we've been putting in place sort of firm plans to actually get product up to the um, to our distributor up there, Nimbus Health. Now, doing anything in medicinal cannabis world or in pharmaceutical medicine sort of regulations, it takes time. And that's why we've been working since 2020 and sort of obviously we had COVID thrown in there as well, slowed things up a bit. But, you know, now 2023, we've got product into the market up in Germany. It's product that we are uh, essentially getting out of an Australian supplier, Can Group. Um, and we're doing that to establish the pipeline and to establish the distribution channel so that ultimately our um, strategic plan is to get the genetics that we've grown on the East Coast up in Ruatoria and we can get those strains grown overseas at scale into the uh, German patients. Ah, so you're, are you looking at actually growing overseas rather than on the coast? Yeah, and that's sort of, um, that was a decision that we've necessarily had to make because of the regulations that are in place. Um, and the amount of capital that we had, um, the regulations in New Zealand require uh, a very high standard of cultivation to grow dried flower products um, as medicine, um, which is totally fine if you've got uh, a bottomless uh, pit of money. But fundamentally, we have decided to yeah, grow the products offshore in larger facilities, which are much more cost efficient. The real strength that we've got as a company is, is some of the genetics and the strains that we have up in Rotoria. But to grow them in the New Zealand you know, marketplace and export them is just going to be far too costly for some of those markets that we operate in. So it's really um, basically just the, the legislation doesn't really allow you to operate in a cost-effective way in New Zealand. Is that basically... Yeah, that's what that's what we think. So we've taken a position uh, which is different to others um, in the marketplace. To growing in New Zealand, is, to to grow in New Zealand and create a finished product medicine out of cannabis is yeah too costly, uh, and it doesn't make it doesn't make sense under the under the current regulations. It really doesn't make sense to grow it in New Zealand um, and export it from New Zealand. So if- we've taken a view. Yeah, so if the yeah. if the legislation was, um, I guess, relaxed in certain ways or more permissive, mm. um, would you do you think there's actually, um, you know, the the money there and the the market for you to be able to create onshore, or is it does it kind does it kind of make more sense now that you've taken this path to become mm. more of like a IP company mm. where you kind of create ideas and you know mm. export them. Well, we're definitely an IP company in so far as like the, the, the genetics that we have from Ruatoria um, is really going to be our, our strength in the market. Now, we are very open, and I would love to see um, the day uh, when we are using those varieties and growing them onshore in New Zealand and exporting them. But under the current regime and the regulations, that is, we don't think that's the best use of our funds. Uh, but if and when the regulations do change, we are absolutely up for the conversation about working with other cultivators to grow our genetics um, in New Zealand for export. But currently, that doesn't make sense. Now, despite the difficulties of producing medical marijuana in New Zealand, Nas says there's plenty of benefits right now for medical marijuana patients. There's a lot more legal medicinal cannabis 
um, being grown and accessed in the country, which honestly, um, it's good for patients. I mean, uh, the purpose of the scheme that was put in place was to improve access for patients. Prior to the scheme, you had to go to the uh, the Minister of Health <laughs> approval, right, uh, for a prescription. So now um, any doctor can prescribe, and there's many, many more patients who are just getting easy, easy access, albeit more expensive than they would have liked, but it is much easier to get it than it was before. So that's, that's a win. That's a good thing. And that was The Green Desk. Thanks so much to Paul Narski for coming on the show. See you next week. That was The Green Desk on 95BFM. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.